Thanks for tuning in to Big Money in the 805. Our feature interview today is talking about home ownership here in California and in surrounding states, Idaho, Texas, Arizona, Utah, Oregon. We've got a great program for you with a lot of good information. We hope to make the next 30 minutes a very good investment of your time. Today's show is brought to you by GEICO Local Office, car and homeowners insurance for the 805. You can save up to 15%. Call Greg Mock of GEICO Local Office, 805-487-7847. It's time for Big Money in the 805 with your host, Michael Anderson, bringing you a feature interview, a local nonprofit spotlight, and some financial wisdom. Get local and relevant information for the 805. For show notes and more information, go to maranatha.com. And now here's your host, Michael Anderson. And welcome to the program today. We are talking about home ownership here in California and in other states on the West Coast. So, Spence, it's interesting because a lot of friends have recently moved out of California. And I know there's been a lot of articles talking about people moving out of California into Texas, into Arizona, into Idaho, into Utah. Just more affordability is what happens uh, and what they're seeking. Have you noticed this? Is this something that you can that you've seen? in your neighborhoods or in your friend peer group? I certainly have in mind. I can name quite a few people who have left over the many years and got out of here to Austin, to Nashville, to Coeur d'Alene, up to Oregon, all over the place. Many, many people have left California. Yeah, Bend, uh, Boise, Phoenix, St. George, a lot of lot of people moving out of California. And it is interesting because on one hand, it leads me to think about um, some advice I got that was from, you know, someone I really appreciate their age and their wisdom. They said, you know, you're young and it's going to take time before you're able to really get where you want to get. A lot of people want to own a home. They kind of said, you just got to be patient and save and be diligent. And you'll be able to get a home and, and do that. And that was a number of years ago for me. And it worked. I was able to, you know, and I think a lot of people now, I feel like they get a little jumpy and they leave before They've put in that time and patient waiting to kind of acquire those assets. That's the other side of the coin that I find is kind of interesting is whether it's people wanting to get there faster or whether they're getting the advice from someone that's telling them be patient and wait or just the real quick Google, hey, this is where you can buy on this salary. And if you move here, you can you can have it next next month. And make sure you're going to like the place. I've heard from a lot of people now, this is the part of the math that makes it difficult, that rent your house and move so you have a place to come back to. So if you have the wherewithal that you can rent your house out, move to a place for six months, nine months, a year, so you get an idea of the seasons, the whole feeling, and you say, ooh, don't like this so much, you can come back. But the people I know that left love it where they are. I had a friend that lived in Oklahoma City for five years, and I thought he was banished. I, th I thought he was sent away. And it was punishment. He came back and he said it was a real difficult decision to move back to Southern California because they had such a good time in Oklahoma City. They loved it. And he was a Southern California beach going boy that was raised here. And he left and enjoyed it thoroughly. Came back because of family situations and all that. That was the pull for him. He really loved where he was. Do you find that people do that? What you mentioned, like rent the house that you have now move away and then sell later. Do you find, I hear a lot of people talk about that, but I've not seen people actually do it. With my peer group that I've seen move, they've all pretty much 
are, you know, they've just said, hey, I'm burning the bridge. Like, we are cutting the cord with California. We're gone. Yeah, you got to for most people because that's where your money is. If you've saved a lot, if you can make a lot of income off of your property, you might be able to float that. But many people, if they rented their house here, they'd pretty much go sideways. You know, they would meet their nut and maybe make a buck or two more. So that's an advantage, people who planned really, really well. Most of us would have to sell the house. You know, your hope is you sell for a couple hundred, three, four, five here and make that profit, go and buy a place, and you have money left over and you bought a place outright. That's the dream. Then it really pencils out nicely and you you kind of feel good about that and figure the rest out and feeling like you have a win in the bag with uh, with that, you know, just the sheer math of it. But it is interesting and we're going to have a few conversations coming up and we'll talk to uh, someone that has moved away from California out to Idaho uh, two years ago. We'll also talk to someone that lived in Utah and Arizona, but they moved back to California and hear about that experience. Uh, And then we'll talk with someone moved out to Austin, Texas a year or two ago, and we'll see how that experience went. So it'll be fun to hear their perspective on this, Spence. But I'll tell you, people talk about industry. Here in California, we have industry, like there are jobs, good paying jobs. And when you move out to, let's just say Idaho, is the industry the same? Do you have the same level of earnings and income out there that you'll find for a job here? Say, for example, a police officer. Do you think the police officer here in Southern California is making the same as a police officer out in Boise, Idaho? I think those are the best jobs to move with. I have a friend that moved as a firefighter twice, and he did incredibly well because it was, you know, firefighters here do make really good pay. There's firefighters in Southern California that make big money and they live in really nice houses. And it seems like it's in line with that because a friend of mine who was a fire chief in St. Paul has a beautiful home and he's a fire chief there and he does very well. He moved out of Indiana being a firefighter there. So I think those jobs work well, but it would be interesting. Like if you're a dentist, you can go anywhere. You know, if you're a good dentist, you are going to find work. But for a lot of other jobs, is it going to be there and what will it pay? Is there an opening? And I think uh, that's where you better do your homework. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. I think uh, at least what what you hear is that the industry there, there is industry, but it's not going to pay the same as what you get when you're here in California. But then again, the lifestyle doesn't cost as much there. Right. So if you're only making 60 grand in Idaho or in Austin, Texas, you can probably still afford, you know, a nice, comfortable new home. Whereas here, if you're making 60 to 80,000, it's rather challenging in Ventura County to be buying a home if you're making sixty to eight or eighty thousand. And I say rather challenging; it's darn near impossible. Yeah, it seems like here the Mendoza line, if you will, would be uh, seriously to have comfortable living, good house, and be able to save a little for retirement. It just seems, and if you got a couple of kids, all those things pencil about a hundred grand would be where you want to be to afford a good neighborhood, good house good life for your kids and be able to save. And that that's a lot of money for a lot of people. It becomes challenging, mm-hmm. but I do go back to this idea, Spence, and I'm curious your take. We were talking about this off air a little bit, but and you plugged it. You you I think you really hit it well with the idea of it being confirmation bias. Mm -hmm. In other words, someone has it in their mind that they're not going to make it in California. It's going to be too expensive here and we're not going to make it. So we need to just move out to Idaho, move to Arizona, because that's the only place we're ever going to have a chance to make it. And they read a few articles on Google 
uh, they pull a few, they, they, they have that idea in their head, they pull up a few articles that, that verify that thinking, and then next thing you know, they're moving. As opposed to, and again, you talk to grandpa, and you say, hey, you know, how was it for you when you bought your first house? It was only 18000 when you bought it. It had to be pretty easy. What do you think grandpa's going to tell you? He's going to knock you upside your head. He's going to say it was not easy. I didn't know how I was going to pay my, my payment each month. I was they making, making a, a buck 12 an hour. That's it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and grandpa will say, hey, you just work hard, save your money, put it away, wait for the right time to buy, and you'll be able to buy here or anywhere. And you'll have a, you'll have a shot, but you have to be patient. You have to wait for your opportunities and they will come if you work hard, you're diligent, and you're patient. But a lot of people don't want to hear that now because you don't have to, it used to be the only place you could get advice was from you know, your parents, your grandparents, coworkers, and now you can get advice from Google anytime you want. You can find articles on whatever you want. I think that's part of what you're talking about, this idea of confirmation bias. And I think there's a lot of people that, um, and it's Aesop with the sour grapes, a lot of people really want to be in Southern California, whether they want to... (laughs) Or not. They really, this is a wonderful place, and that's why it's so crowded. And there's a lot of competition here, and uh, that's part of the deal. I, one of my, my favorites is Neil Young, and he has a song called L.A., and it says, uh, one of the refrains is, Uptight, city in the smog, don't you wish that you could be here too? Because so many people, you're from L.A.? You know, and it's, there's something about Southern California, whether it's mythical, it's real, we love the weather here. It's nice. So when you move somewhere, make sure, make sure (laughs) you're going to love it there. And it has a lot to offer you. Now, one quick thing that's different now from the old days is TV. Because remember, in the old days when we had a lot of aerials and a lot of you would go somewhere and say, we only get two channels. And people say, oh, that it was really a huge deal for a lot of my friends way back. Now you pop the satellite. So you got all the entertainment value, all the sports, all the stuff. And that is one thing in the old days. That lifeline wasn't there in many places. They weren't cabled up, and you didn't have satellites. So now entertainment is so portable. If you have a lot of things you can do and you like to do, that's one thing that has helped out. Even moving to Fillmore in the old days, you only got one TV station. And people say, what do you do? I read books, talk. Right, right. Yeah, that's that becoming it. that's it's a that's, different it's a different world that way. You know, with Netflix and all that stuff. So your entertainment basis is, is still there. Your base of entertainment is there, no matter where you go now. Well, there's a conveniency now wherever you go uh, to where now you go to Arizona. It gets real hot. Well, they got AC running all the time. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go outside and play golf or play tennis or do an activity, go for a hike, you do it at 5.30 in the morning yeah. and you get it done and it's comfortable and it's nice and you're done by 8, 9 o'clock. Uh, you've run your errands and, and, you, you know, and you're back to being inside and it's cool and it's comfortable and you got everything you want. And that's $2,000 a month for your air conditioning. <laughs> well, AC is expensive. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, hey, we're, we're going to be talking with a few interview folks in a moment. In this episode, some of you may want to go back and grab this episode. What I'd invite you to do is go to our podcast. You can go to iTunes. You can go on your phone, get a podcast app. You can download this show and all previous shows on the podcast. Search for Big Money in the 805. Uh, these interviews coming up are brought to you by Era Energy, powered by safety, innovation, and community. We help keep California moving forward. Hey, 
And we're talking with Gavin Licht. We're talking about people that have moved out of California into other states. And Gavin, you moved out to Idaho a while back. Tell us a little bit about making that move. And first, why why move out of California? And how did you come to decide to move to Idaho? Hey, Mike. Yeah, so a lot of it comes from really just having kids and and as my kids are getting older, uh, wanting to give them an opportunity to be able to wander off on their bikes and, and uh, you know, be a little little more free than I felt like they could be in California or like I was growing up 30-some-odd years ago in California. So that's the biggest. How long ago did you make the move from California out to Idaho? Actually, uh, two years ago this week. So it's two, it's been two years now. And what, what are some differences and what are some things you can describe to people that might be thinking about making that move? And you're in Boise, Idaho. Uh, but what what are some things that are, you know, observations? Well, so one thing I think, so I was really fortunate to be able to buy in California, but I think it's an opportunity. You know, now having three kids, I, I really, I, the house I owned in California, I don't think was conducive to having three kids, just that I didn't really have the space. So, you know, the, the arbitrage aspect of being able to buy something with more land in another state is a big thing. Um, so that's that's one aspect. And then also... One thing I remember when when my the house we bought in Idaho was being inspected, one thing that really resonated is I was talking to the inspector that was looking at the house, and we just started talking about Idaho. And and the one thing he said is he said, uh, yeah, a couple nine year olds walk into the river with their fishing poles, and that's something that I really feel has disappeared from moved to California. Uh, that you really still have in Idaho. Oh, that's a good point. Do you notice much? Uh, people will talk about you move out to Idaho and the, the home affordability is better out there, but also the job industry is not as good or at least lower. Do you notice parity with California to Idaho from that sense, or is it still more attainable and achievable in Idaho? What, how would you answer that question? So it's definitely harder. Um, I think if you don't have much equity in your in your house in California, it's probably not time yet, or unless you have a pretty significant uh, portfolio, because it is hard uh, to transfer your income. I would say there's there's definitely more opportunity in California, but then on the other side of it, a lot of people are living pretty comfortable comfortably on sixty thousand dollars a year there, whereas that's really not a possibility in in the areas that I grew up in California. So I think you make up for it that way. Uh, another example I'd say is that you know police in California are making 150 grand a year. So I've got a lot of friends that are police that have made the move, and they moved to Idaho and they're making you know 50 to 60 grand starting. But it's different. 50 to 60 grand will buy you a house, and and uh, you know you can you can make it. Yeah, that's a good point. That's very well said, and uh, we can appreciate that. Well, that was Gavin Licht. He moved two years ago from California out to Idaho, and he is enjoying it out there. But a little bit of commentary on the differences between affordability and industry uh, from California relative to Idaho. So, Gavin, thank you for your time and that uh, perspective. We appreciate that. California, here I come, right back where I started from. We're talking with Lisa Clement. And, Lisa, the question that I want to ask you about is uh, regarding moving to California. You lived in Utah. You lived in Arizona. You made the move with your family back to California. And I want to ask you about that move in particular. Uh, did you find it more difficult to live here in California and buy a home in California? Or how has that experience been for you relative to living in Utah and Arizona? 
I felt like when we first moved here, there was a bit of a sticker shock. Um, we weren't sure if buying a home was a possibility for us and how things were going to work out. But we moved here because my husband got a job here, and this is where I'm from. So it was really exciting. I kind of knew, you know, um, about the community, and I was excited to move back. And so um, we... I feel like the adjustment moving from Arizona to California was very um, smooth. It was a great change in the weather. And so it was so nice to be able to come here and cool off. So that was really nice. I felt like it's been a really good move, and I'm I'm glad we did it. How long ago did you move? How long has it been since you made the move from Arizona back to California? It'll It'll be three years next month. So... So three years back, and do you find that there's a different level of industry here in California? In other words, the the earnings. Is it easier for someone to make higher earnings to be able to afford that home here in California, or is it about the same out in Arizona? I definitely feel like the earnings here are more, and so I feel like it's all kind of relative. I feel like we definitely wouldn't make as much money here in our jobs as we would in Arizona. I, we kind of, and we knew that going in. We knew that homes are cheaper in Arizona, and we didn't get paid as much. But I don't know. Does that answer your question? I think that's exactly what I was curious about, and and if you how, if you notice a difference, and if it if if that is noticeable. But that is interesting, and and I think we're trying to draw a few different similarities from states. There's been a lot of articles talking about people moving out of California into Arizona, into Utah, into Idaho, into Texas. And I'm just curious, uh, having a number of small interviews about uh, people making these moves either out, and in your case, you moved back, and you moved here from Arizona to California. Are there any other thoughts in terms of differences between living in Arizona relative to California? I, I think that wherever you move, it's, it's like I said, like it's all kind of relative. So I think that sometimes people think of California, and they think you know, oh, that's really expensive. I could never afford to live there. And then, and on paper, it might not make the most sense, but I kind of feel like things always have a way of working themselves out. And I feel like it's just been like, it definitely was more frightening thinking about moving here. And then the reality of what has happened, I'm very pleased with how, how well everything has gone and how, I don't know, affordable it really actually is for us. No, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we're here, and I, I love California. I love Ventura. I love the weather, and I think that it's, it's all been worth it. Well, I appreciate that, Lisa. Thank you for your perspective. That is Lisa Clement moving from Arizona back to California three years ago. So interesting perspective there. Thank you very much, Lisa. So adios to California. Nothing. And now we have Ryan Strayer as an interview. Ryan moved four years ago from California out to Texas, Austin, Texas, to be specific. But thanks for being with us today, Ryan. Great to have you on. Great to be here. Thanks, Mike. So tell us, we're talking about California and moving out of California into other states. We've spoke with someone who moved to Idaho, someone that moved to Arizona, and then back to California. And now uh, I want to hear your perspective. What has it been like for you moving out of California and into Texas a few years ago? Oh, it's been great. Definitely a lot more affordable. My wife now, my girlfriend at the time, we moved four years ago. We just kind of did finances together and 
realized that the zip code that we're living, which was an average area in San Diego, average cost of a of a home at that time was four four hundred sixty seven thousand, versus the cost of a house in Texas, in Austin, Texas, was about two hundred ten thousand. Obviously, it all depends on where you live, right? So numbers are kind of skewed, but it was kind of night and day to where I was able to sell my one bedroom condo for almost as much as we bought our four bedroom house out here in Austin. That is so that was a, a huge driver into moving out here. Yeah, definitely. So it was four years ago, and now you've you've been there. What do you notice in a difference from the standpoint of uh, of industry, like San Diego compared to Austin? Uh, they're both great cities, by the way. But how, do you notice uh, is the pay about the same, or is there a difference there from from a job standpoint? Great question. So in San Diego, and it's very similar to Austin. There's a lot of transplants, so people moving from you know, all over the country to be in these two cities, right? San Diego is absolutely amazing. The weather's perfect. The beaches are great. But the problem is there's not a lot of industry and lot, not a lot of startups and not a lot of high-paying positions within San Diego versus Austin. If you come here, I mean, the job market is absolutely wide open for people that come here. So the opportunity to make a better living is more prevalent in Austin than it ever was in San Diego. Um, you would think, you know, with the higher cost of living in California, the wages, you know, it would be skewed a little bit, but I'm making more now in, in Austin than I ever did in San Diego. So, and I, I want to put a little perspective on it. I think my dad gave a, a really good analogy where California, when he grew up in his time, was deregulated and great for businesses. You know, there wasn't a lot of government oversight. And that's kind of the way Texas is now. Yeah, that's a good point. Starting a business, you know, getting the good American dream. Is here in Texas. It's not in California where, you know, you're going to pay 13% state income tax versus zero in, in Texas. Um, you're not going to be able to start a business because there's going to be so many regulations. And I mean, look, now you're banning plastic straws. I mean, just that little stuff is, you know, kind of <laughs> outrageous. And, you know, to, to Texans, it's really funny, you know, how Texans now just make fun of Californians. A real prevalent shirt that we that they have out here now, don't California my Texas. We say that last part again. We we got we missed that. Oh yeah. So there's a, a t-shirt going around that's all over the place. Especially when I first moved here, saying "Don't California my Texas." Don't California my Texas. <laughs> Isn't <Right>. that nice? <laughs> Meaning keep all that keep all that nonsense in California, and here it's you know people are loving it. So really friendly town. It's hot, but other than that, it's a great great city. Yeah, what are some of the differences you can describe? I mean, you, you're born and raised in California, and then now you've been in Texas for four years. So there's got to be some, some differences you've observed, maybe some similarities as well. But what are, from a lifestyle standpoint, uh, you have young children, and what, what is it like in Texas relative to California? It, does anything jump out at you? Um, I would say it depends on where you are in California. Obviously, it's a huge state, and I've only lived in Austin and Texas. But I would say people are just as friendly as you are, let's say, San Diego, where I lived seven years prior to moving to Austin. The weather is definitely different. Um, it's going to be hot in the summertime, so just prepare for that. But you also got to look at what the pros versus the cons are going to be like. You know, I was able to afford the first house, and now we bought a second house, whereas the first house is, you know, more of a rental income. And in California, I couldn't, I, I'm not able to do that. You know, it's more of a laid-back lifestyle. You go to a really nice steakhouse and... You're going to see people in jeans and flip-flops and a polo shirt. And, you know, it's not as, I don't want to say uppity is not the right word, but it's more casual in Austin. And I love that that feeling about it. 
Well, that's interesting. You mentioned a rental. Does it make sense? I mean, could someone go there and buy a house and have the house then in turn become a rental and have that pay for its mortgage? Does the math work to do that? Is that what you're describing? Absolutely. So the math, we're, you know, a couple hundred dollars over what the mortgage should be right now with our current rental. Um, And so it's just kind of paying for itself. But that's also because, you know, a house in California is, you know, what, five or $600,000 on average versus Austin, you can find houses for, you know, 250 and below, you know, decent houses, nice houses that were built, you know, within the last five years and, you know, has all, all updates and that are energy efficient versus, you know, not so much in California where all the new houses, you have to require solar panels and, you know, some of the other, again, regulations that they're putting on new houses and, and just in California in general. Well, Ryan, I really appreciate your perspective. I think you bring a few very good points to light, and that's exactly what we're trying to do with this uh, show and this interview and just try and understand what it looks like and what it feels like for people that have made that move. I know a lot of people are thinking about that and, uh, and certainly trying to just highlight some of these thoughts. So appreciate your time today and your perspective. Thank you very much, Ryan. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Well, Spence, that is fascinating. We've had three interviews with Ryan, Gavin, and Lisa. Thank you very much for being on today. What do we learn from that? What comes of those interviews and that discussion? I think the truth on California is it's really expensive, and your pal in Austin pointed out the regulations can drive you nuts. It makes me look and it makes me consider it. It definitely does, especially these conversations we you just had. I, it really makes me think, Maybe it's a good idea to do a little more research. Well, it is interesting. I mean, I know for for Gavin and for Ryan, uh, they have enjoyed it tremendously. And I think it does uh, fit them in their lifestyle. They're there and they're very happy to be there. And they they've liked it. And of course, once you make a decision like that to move, you're going to you know, you're going to make it work. You're going to bloom where you're planted Mm -hmm. and you've choose to plant yourself in this place. So you're, you're going to be, you know, happy and make it work. You know, I think that's a big deal as well. Something to say for making a decision to go somewhere and they say, Hey, this is where we're going to be. And then finding how to make it work for you. Of course, there's some people that move away and then come back and they didn't like it. There's something psychological almost about it as well. At some point, I think pick the things you like, like if you really like pro sports, you might want to make sure you're within a drive because having that removed, if you're really into theater and concerts, you better make sure that that availability is there. Oh, no, we'll just drive three hours. You might not like that. So I would just make certain that whatever you really enjoy, make sure you have access to that because I think that's a big deal. Chances (laughs) are the idea of leave. Oh, I'll get over it. Chances are you won't. And that's what I heard. My friend who moved to Utah had exactly that happen. He needed the city and he wasn't close enough uh, to to that access. He just didn't have it. And he came right back. Well, sometimes you just don't know what to know until you go. Mm-hmm. You got to leap and build your wings on the way down. So a lot of people are thinking about it, but not sure if it's right. And you try and pencil it out and you try and do all of your research and you're dealing with paralysis by analysis. You're going over every detail. And at some point, if you're thinking about it and, you know, you'll never be able to wrap your head around the whole thing until you actually just go do it. Yeah, California's the opposite of a casino. It's really easy to get out, but very hard to get back into. You know, they always set up casinos in Vegas. Right, you right. walk right in, it's great. How do funny. I get out of here? I don't Where's know. the exit? Yeah, and that's, that's how California is. So if you want to come back, uh, it's a steep hill.
That's a good point. Well, we hope you enjoyed the program today, and that does it for our show. Thanks for tuning in to Big Money in the 805. Special thanks to the team at Boyd & Associates for providing home security to Southern California, and also to Greg Mock and the team over at Geico Local Office. If you have questions about the show or questions about your financial matters, you can always contact me at marinantha.com. That's M-A-R-A-N-A-N-T-H-A.com, and that would get you to me. Also, you can do a phone call, 805-665. 3767. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Hi, this is Michael Anderson, certified financial planner. I've dedicated the past 12 years to researching different investment ideas. There are no guarantees when investing, but with a little help, you can find the right approach. I have built allocationlink.com specifically for you. Allocationlink.com is investment management made simple, smart, and low cost. AllocationLink.com can have your account set up in less than 10 minutes. Please visit AllocationLink.com to learn more. Or you can leave me a message at 805-665-3767. Do you ever question if your investments are right for you? Do you own any annuities, retirement accounts, or have other money you want help with? Have you ever wondered what your advisor is making or how they get paid? Get a free second opinion. Talk with Michael Anderson, Certified Financial Planner. Call his answering service today, 805-665-3767. Leave a message and get a call back immediately, 805-665-3767. 